0: So do you know when the season of the rapture is? Now, (laughs) it's now. We're gonna talk about that. We'll also get to some news headlines, some comments of the day. We'll probably listen to the lawnmower guy here and there and we'll, we'll hang out. My name is Tom. You're watching the Watchman River Channel. And as I do every single day, I remind you, I'm not a prophet, I'm not a pastor, and I'm not even a great teacher. I'm just a dude that loves the Lord. I love talking about the Lord and I love hanging out with you guys. So get comfortable, grab yourself something to eat and drink. Maybe you want coffee or tea. Ooh, have some fruit punch and a Fig Newton. Or grab whatever it is that you like to eat and drink when you're hanging out with an old friend and a fellow servant of the Lord. Let's get busy. So yes, we are in the season of the rapture. I think you would be hard pressed to find believers who believe in a pre-tribulation rapture that would say, no, we're not in the season. You know, we're not talking about the day and the hour of the rapture. We're talking about knowing because we see all the signs that have converged that we're in the season of the rapture. I think most of us believe it. And as these signs ramp up and converge, all I can do is continually look up. Like I said, we're not looking for a day and an hour. We're not. I'm always looking for the perfect Time period for the seven year tribulation to begin. And quite honestly, guys, I think it could begin tomorrow. So, what does that make me do? It makes me look up every single day waiting for that rapture. We're in the season. Don't lose hope. Get encouraged by that. We're in the season. Are the signs, are any of the signs getting better? No. No, all the signs we were told to look for are revving up and ramping up and getting worse. The world's getting darker and darker, but that means the message of Jesus is brighter and brighter and he is coming back. He's coming back. A lot of people don't want to hear us get excited about a pre-tribulation rapture. They're like, oh, no, 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 you're naming a day in an hour. No, we're not. No, we know it's the season and we're looking up every day and every hour, because he is coming back to rapture the church soon. Don't let anyone rob you of your excitement about that, okay? All right, so I wanna read something. I want to read a scripture, John 15, verse 12. These are the words of Jesus. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Oh, if we could only do that. if we could only do that. Now, first of all, it's it's a commandment. He says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Do you realize the intensity that he loves us with? I think it's really hard to love each other with the love he has for us, but he commands it so we're t- to do our best. And you know, so when I see people kind of, bickering and tearing at each other who belong to Jesus. It hurts. It hurts my heart. It hurts my heart. And why does he, why does he want us to love each other like he loves us? I'll tell you why. Because we're all children, the people that belong to the Lord. We're all children of the same family now. And we're going to be from this point throughout eternity. We're in a family together. And we're not a family born of man. We're a family that is born of the Spirit of God because we believe in Jesus' finished work and we believe in the power of his atoning blood. So like it or not, you guys are stuck with me forever. (laughs) And you guys who don't like my channel and you think I'm a false whatever, Like you're stuck with me forever, sorry. (laughs) Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we're born not of man, but by the incredible miraculous power of the word of God. We heard that word and we responded yes to Jesus. We responded, yes, I believe in your finished work, your atoning blood. And that makes us family. The lamb slain from the foundation of the world wants you to be in his family. He whispered your name before the worlds were formed. Can you imagine your name? So incredible. All right, let's see what's going on in the world, okay? Start with Israel any nuclear deal with Iran won't deter Israel. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu reaffirmed Israel's Iran strategy despite Biden's recent nuclear deal efforts. Biden's still doing trying to do a plan with Iran. In an interview with Newsmax on Monday, Netanyahu reiterated his policy on Iran, its most dangerous enemy in the Middle East, and said he will not be deterred by the Biden administration's efforts to restart a nuclear deal with Iran. Quote, Israel will do what it needs to do to defend itself by itself against the threat of Iran to annihilate it it with nuclear weapons, Netanyahu told Rob Schmidt tonight. Netanyahu said of the ongoing US talks, I think that any deal with Iran that doesn't set back Iran's nuclear infrastructure is basically not worth it because it means nothing. Exactly. They basically take what you give them, but they don't set back. They don't roll back the ca- the capacity to produce nuclear weapons or the components of nuclear weapons. So really, you get nothing for it. And my view hasn't changed. Yeah, he's been saying this for a while. Because nothing is going to stop. Iran has one goal. Well, actually two goals. They want their bombs, their nuclear bombs, and they want to wipe Israel off the face, face of the map. They've been saying that for how many years? And Netanyahu knows that he can't let that happen. And that leads to the next high, the next, uh, the next story. The Middle East is a powder keg. Israel's UN ambassador warns of Hezbollah provocations along Lebanon's border. Israeli's ambassador to the UN, Erdan, in a letter released Tuesday, warned of potentially disastrous consequences stemming from Hezbollah's provocations along the blue line separating Israel and Lebanon. The letter to the UN Security Council and General um, Secretary General dated July 27th, cites Hezbollah's construction of military compounds along the de facto border, as well as Hezbollah's repeated attempts in recent months to infiltrate or sabotage Israel's security barriers. The Middle East is a powder keg on the cusp of being ignited, the letter said. Tensions along Israel's northern border with Lebanon are higher than they have been in years as a result of Hezbollah's violent escalations, blatant violations of Security Council resolutions, and dangerous, dangerous military advancements. If the Security Council does not condemn Hezbollah's destabilizing activities and demand that Lebanon takes action against the illegal military buildup within its territories or at the very least allow United Nations interim force into Lebanon to be able to fully implement its mandate, the situation on the ground will continue to deteriorate and the consequences will be far-reaching and disastrous. That's what's going on there. It's like a broken record. But if Israel was completely at peace and there was no Look, it looks like a war is going to break out there anytime. We know it could happen anytime. And if it wasn't that way, if it was very peaceful, I'd probably be pushing the rapture off a bit. I I just think Israel's the prophetic compass of the world. You always look at Israel. This is from Amir Sarfati. He said that Netanyahu, during a visit at the northern border, said the IDF is fully competent. This is true for all challenges on all fronts. The economy is also strong and Israeli society and democracy will emerge strengthened. So is very confident about that. This is from Bubba News on Telegram. Last year, five red heifers were imported to Israel from a ranch in Texas by Temple Mount activists, private individuals, and other organizations. Two more red heifers to arrive soon will make a total of seven red heifers. A report by Channel N12 earlier this week stated that government funds were being used to help breed red heifers that could be used for the ritual purification of those who have touched a dead body. The report noted that within the next five months, the red heifers will become eligible to be slaughtered and burnt to create the ashes needed for the ritual purification process. So we've been looking at this since they first arrived. The first five arrived from Texas last year. And uh, it's pretty amazing just to see Bible prophecy pop off the pages like this. It's amazing to hear that they've been talking about building a temple for many years. But to see those red heifers arrive and then to know we're five months away from them being able to be sacrificed. I just, that temple's going to be built. I really believe that we're going to be raptured and then that temple is going to be built. And I don't wanna be here for those seven years to see how that goes, (laughs) and nor do you. Uh, Another Amir Sarfati thought, he said, this is about Russia. He said, "If if you ask me, Putin sent Wagner to Belarus to prepare for an invasion into Poland. Poland and the rest of NATO knows that. The Wagner group is also busy nowadays stirring up the African continent. There's a big mess going on. There is a big mess and we are seeing rumors of wars like I've never seen in my lifetime, never. People argue with that, oh no, there's always been these rumors of wars, not like there is today, no way. Uh, Poland says it is sending more troops to the border with Belarus after Belarusian helicopters violated Polish airspace. We'll see, they're a part of NATO, Poland, so we'll see what happens. We are on the brink of World War III, and no one is talking about it in the mainstream news media. They're just ignoring it. It's incredible to watch. And our supplies of ammo in this country are so low. It's just, man, if I didn't know the Lord Jesus, I'd be kind of panicked right now. But I know scripture, and I know Jesus, and I know it's a pre-tribulation rapture, and I know we're on the cusp of it. So none of this stuff makes me lose sleep at night none of it. This is from uh, Beginning of Sorrow's News. Tensions on NATO's eastern border. Two helicopters of the Belarusian army crossed the border into Poland this evening and violated its airspace as part of a military exercise. The person in charge of relations at the Belarusian embassy in Poland was summoned to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs in Warsaw, and NATO allies were informed of the details of the incident. We are on the cusp of World War Three. I think the rapture is probably gonna shake up the world so much that the, the, all the rumors of wars we're hearing about aren't necessarily gonna happen. I've been saying for a while that, you know, China keeps threatening to go into Taiwan. I don't know, the rapture may interrupt that. The chaos that the rapture is gonna cause is beyond comprehension. A strong 5.0 earthquake in Konya, Turkey. You know, I got an earthquake app the other day. We were talking about earthquakes about two days ago, three days ago, and I got the app. I got one of the apps. And I set it to 4.5 earthquakes or higher. And I lasted about a day. And then I set it to 5.0 or higher. (laughs) It was just driving me nuts. The 4.0 and higher was going off all the time. 5.0, there was eight yesterday, 5.0 or higher. Eight earthquakes in the world, 5.0 or higher. Uh, Beijing. You know how I talked about the rains there in China? It's the heaviest rainfalls since records began 140 years ago. I got to tell you, with all the weather videos I've seen in the last 15 months since I started this channel, 16 months now, I I think this Beijing flooding is like the most traumatic I've seen of all of them. It's just, it's incredible what they're going through. Pray for those people. Incredible what they're going through. Uh, Japan is busy with emergency services uh, due to typhoon cannon. The video there was kind of crazy, too. They're dealing with a bad typhoon over there. It might be over by now. This was yesterday, and I don't know how long that typhoon lasts, but it was crazy. Also, from the Jerusalem Post, Iran shuts down for two days because of unprecedented heat. The heat waves around this world, I keep saying, everybody's talking about the heat. You know, I got a friend who went out west, and he's like, you have no idea how hot it is I'm like I know I I know I was in Vegas for two years it's hot and he goes no it's hotter than that it's like really hot (laughs) everyone on the east coast here we always say the same thing well you know you go to Arizona or Nevada or you know and it's not as bad because it's a dry heat and I'm always like phooey (laughs) a toaster oven is dry heat do you want to sit in there (laughs) of course not But the heat is incredible. You think it's hot now, hang around for the seven year tribulation. Don't do that. But if you do, you're gonna get some serious heat. Did you hear about this? This is major news that nobody wants to talk about it like it's major. Surprise, US credit rating downgrade draws White House ire. Rating agency Fitch downgraded the US government's top credit rating on Tuesday, a move that drew an angry response from the White House and surprised investors. Fitch downgraded the U.S. to AA from AAA, citing fiscal deterioration over the next three years and repeated down-the-wire debt, calling negotiations that threaten the government's ability to pay its bills. It is the second major rating agency, after Standard & Poor's, uh, to strip the U.S. of its AAA rating. Come on. come on how much money do we owe everyone on earth (laughs) it's like of course and you know what this is all to me this is total bible prophecy we're we are dissipating in power and influence in the world quickly rapidly and we're watching it uh do you hear about this leprosy cases are surging in central florida says the cdc Health officials say that cases of leprosy, also known as Hansen's disease, are surging in Central Florida. In a research letter, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said that Central Florida has accounted for 81% of the reported cases in the state and almost one-fifth of reported cases nationwide. Leprosy. Oh, no, thank you. I'll, I'll just take water, please. Um, how about we get some comments of the day, shall we? I got some good ones today. All right. Sean Eberlin or Eberlin. I have just one thing to say today. I would rather stand with God and be judged by the world than to stand with the world and be judged by God. God bless you all, brothers and sisters. Amen, Sean. Thank you for that. You're right about that. Yeah, I stand with God. Uh, Echoes. Just wanted to say... This is such a sweet comment. I just love this. Just wanted to say that my brother prayed for me through this channel. And he told me how this community prayed for me as well by replying through his comment. So I just wanted to comment here and say I'm truly grateful. God bless you all. So I don't know all the details about what we were praying for. But it's just what an amazing community you guys are. You're really, your reputation is stellar. As being prayer warriors and loving each other. Next, we got from uh, Mila or Mila. Ten years ago, I was still living in my sins. I was not watching for Jesus' return. This world, just like swampy, dirty floodwaters, was pulling me along, and I was lost and scared, drowning, until Jesus held His arm out and grabbed me and pulled me to safety. Praise God. He rescued me, cleaned me, fed me, and even calls me his daughter. No one can snatch me away from my Abba. Praise God, you're right about that. You're right about that. He'll never let go of you. It's beautiful. Red Rose Beauty. On Sunday, I heard a minister's wife who had just got back from a trip to Israel say, that of all the time she had gone to Israel for the past 25 years, that she saw things happening in Jerusalem and surrounding areas that she had never seen before. She just kept saying, Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. I believe it. Thank you, Brother Tom, for your dedication daily to keep us watching and alert that truly Jesus is coming soon. Amen, Red Rose Beauty. Wow, so she's been taking trips The minister's wife for 25 years and she comes back saying jesus is coming soon jesus is coming soon it's because it's the truth we know it we know it this day will not take us as a thief in the night we are children of the light we are not children of darkness jesus the rapture will take children of darkness unbelievers it will take them as a thief in the night not us we see the day approaching and we're waiting and we're looking up. Greg Kinsey, praise Jesus always. I deserve nothing, but Jesus gave me everything. Time must be running out. The world is beyond insane and it is not even the tribulation yet. Pray fervently for all the unsaved. Thank you, Brother Tom, for being a faithful watcher. and Thank you, Greg, and you're right. Time is running out and the world is going crazy, but everything's falling into place. the beautiful thing that God gave us tomorrow's news today so we can see all this terrible stuff going on and know that we're in the palm of the hand and he won't let us go of the king of kings the lord of lords the alpha the omega the beginning and the end the first and the last Jesus has us he has us and he's never letting go There's no place I want to be, when I look around this world, when I look around right now and see what's going on in the world, there's no place I want to be but tightly held in the palm of Jesus' hand. It's the only place I find refuge. It's the only safe space while we're here is to be in Jesus. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I told you before, if I didn't know Jesus, and I looked around at what's going on in this world, I would be digging a hole to build a bunker because there is absolutely no hope at all. There's no hope if you don't know Jesus and you pay attention to what's going on. Why do you think some of those, and I'm not talking about brothers and sisters who prepare and have stuff like you always should because storms come or whatever, it's always been like that. You should always have a little extra food and water on hand. So, I'm not talking about my brothers and sisters. I'm talking about the preppers who don't know Jesus, who are really panicked because they know what's going on in the world. And they know we're on the brink of World War III, and they're just, you know, getting guns and ammo and storing up stuff and just really, you know. And I just, I, I feel for them because they just, if they understood. Jesus, they could still have their preps if they want. There's nothing wrong with that. But their faith wouldn't be in their preps because that seven-year tribulation, nothing anyone stores up is going to help anyone for very long in that seven-year tribulation. If you understand the control the elite want over us, when you understand the control, they're going to find your stuff real quick and take it if they want it by force. And your guns and ammo don't mean nothing against drones nowadays. The whole point is your faith is in Jesus and you can be in the palm of his hand forever. If you just understand what he did for you and you understand the power of Jesus and the power of his atoning blood and the power of his love for you. That Jesus, the one who spoke, and nothing became everything. He created the universe, he created everything with the power of his voice, his spoken word. That same Jesus is the one who came to earth to die like a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. He's, he's the only begotten son of God and he's the lamb of God. And he came here to die. He came here to shed his own blood because he loves us so much. He wants us to be in his family forever. And he didn't put the payment on anyone else. That's the most beautiful thing about God. He paid for it with his blood. He paid for it with his suffering because he loves us so much. How would, that makes the gospel to me so incredibly powerful and beautiful because I know if I were God, and the people, you know, we need to shed blood for the people. I would have been like, all right, any volunteers, let's just assign that guy to be the one who di-. I wouldn't be thinking about, all right, I'll go down there and I'll shed my blood for these people while they're knuckleheads. No, I would never do that. That's why I'm not God. <laughs> and that's what makes the story of Jesus going to the cross to die for us so intensely beautiful that he himself, the one who came to earth, And put on human flesh. And he was completely God and completely man in the same body. He who knew no sin became sin on that cross to rescue us. He went on the cross and he shed blood that washes us white as snow when we believe in the power of the blood. And he did it willingly. He did it with love. I just, you know, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day. Don't, don't put off if anything. If you're watching this and you're on the fence about Jesus or somebody shared this with you and you just don't, you just reject Jesus. I just, I challenge you. Reach out to him. Even if you don't believe in him, I challenge you say, Jesus, I don't believe in you. But if you're real, reveal yourself to me and crack open a Bible. Maybe start in John. Just read the book of John and say that prayer earnestly, even if you think it's a fairy tale. And you know what? Nothing might change or everything might change, but it's worth the time because eternity is a long time. And if you reject the payment for your sins, see, I hear that Jesus came down and died for my sins. And I'm like, where do I, what do I sign? Where, you know, where's the dotted line? <laughs> I wanna sign up for it. Cause I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness of my sins. So when I heard about Jesus, I was like, where do, where do I sign up for this? This is the greatest news I've ever heard. That he died for my sins. He shed blood, he was buried and he rose again. And he's coming back and he wants me to be in his family. I've seen enough of Satan in this world and the darkness. I don't want any part of that. I don't know how you can reject Jesus. We see where this world is going with Satan in charge. I don't want any part of that. You guys want to spend eternity with him? No, thank you. No, I'll take grace and mercy. Thank you, please. But all you have to do is understand. You have to just admit you're a sinner And you just trust in Jesus finished work. And once you realize Jesus did pay it all and that blood is powerful and faith in that blood removes my sins forever. I wanna believe in that. Jesus, I'm gonna repent. I'm gonna turn from my way to your way or to Yahweh. Forgive these sins. Oh, give me your Holy Spirit. I believe that you lived and died for me. I believe you resurrected. I believe you're coming back. You're the perfect Savior, and I need a Savior. There's no one else who's coming down to fix you. There's no other plan that leads to heaven. Jesus is the only major religious figure who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father but by me. No one. No other religious figure said that. he's the way he's the truth and he's the life and you put your faith and trust in him he'll give you eternal life and you get to be a brother or sister with me (laughs) that's not a good selling point (laughs) i gotta find a different sell. just look at jesus eyes on jesus don't not eyes on me Because if I'm telling people, look, if you become a Christian, you get to hang out with me for eternity. They're gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm all right, thank you. (laughs) Eyes on Jesus. But that's what I got for you guys today. I love you guys so much. I hope you guys are well. And I'm gonna shut the camera off now. And I'm gonna pray for every person who watches this video today. And then if we're not raptured today, and isn't today, wouldn't today be a wonderful day for the rapture? I think today would be a perfectly good day for the rapture. But if we're not, Our eyes are on Jesus and God willing, I will be back to talk to you tomorrow. I love you guys.